You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, where you'll learn step-by-step how to meet and seduce beautiful women, whether you're looking for one night of fun, a week-long fling, or a long-term relationship. I'm your host, Trip, and the episode starts now. Hello, and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Welcome back to another episode. We are doing a really fun series, the Get a Girlfriend series, where now you're going to be learning about the first date. What do you do with the first date? How is the first date supposed to go if you're trying to get a girlfriend? What do you talk about with her? How do you end the date? Where do you suggest a first date? What are some ways to make the first date useful in order to qualify to find a really high-quality girlfriend? That's what this episode is all about. So if you've skipped around, uh, and I think I've made this uh, sort of clear on the last episode where we talked about the Get a Girlfriend series where to meet a quality woman, is that it's okay to skip around, but it's not in your best interest because there are some topics that we continue as we go through this whole series here, okay? So just make sure that you're sticking with it. And if you're wanting to get a girlfriend, that you listen to all the episodes, all right? Just so you know, that coaching is available. So if you are looking to get a girlfriend, you're having trouble finding a girlfriend, you're having trouble, especially with first dates. Maybe you get first dates and you blow them and then you can't get second dates and you're trying to find an amazing, beautiful girlfriend that is really up your alley and has the three non-negotiables that you have picked out that we talked about on the last episode that we'll kind of run through today as well. If you're looking to figure out how to do that, go to coachedbytrip.com. Let me help you. Let me guide you. Let me get you to the point where you can get any girlfriend that you desire. Sounds like an exaggeration, but I've been working with clients nonstop for many years and getting exactly that. As long as you do exactly what I say and you follow the customized plan that I make for you, because every single client gets their own customized plan in terms of how to approach and meet women, you will get to the point where you're successfully meeting and attracting women. It's only in due time. So go to coachedbytrip.com today to apply, and I'll reach out to you personally to get on the phone and see if it's a good fit for you. Okay, let's get into it. The first date. So on the last episode, we talked about the three non-negotiables, the three things that you are looking for in a woman, the three big priorities, the three things that are the most important to you in terms of a quality girlfriend, because only you know what a quality woman is. Every single person is looking for something different. So if you want to learn how to find out your three non-negotiables, listen to the last episode. And what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to use this on the first date. You're going to want to get very specific and clear on what you're looking for. So then you can find out as soon as possible if the woman sitting in front of you on this first date indeed holds the three non-negotiables, the three things that you're looking for. Let me tell you what mine are. I'll give you an example of what mine are and how I was able to look for them actually in my current girlfriend. So I basically figured out over the past many years of, of various relationships that I've been in that there are a few things that are important to me. One, that she wants kids because eventually I'm going to want kids. 
Two, that she is financially uh, stable. And three, she is physically fit. I want someone who prioritizes her health and her fitness. So how did I turn those into the three non-negotiables? You might think, oh, well, trip, that's it. You got them right there. Physically fit and financially stable and then wants kids. Well, not so much. You got to be more specific. I don't want someone who just wants kids. I want someone who really wants kids, who enthusiastically wants kids. Why wouldn't you? You don't want someone to half-ass it. You want someone to be a mom. They got to want to be a mom or else they're not going to be a great mom. So I got to find out if they really want kids. More on that in just a minute. The second one, financially stable. Well, what's a good indicator of someone who's financially stable? There's usually one, and that's debt. So I got to make sure that this person is not in a lot of debt. But how much debt is a lot of debt? Well, to me, in my opinion, because these are my three non-negotiables, I'd say a couple thousand dollars is the maximum that I would ever think someone could be in debt in terms of just credit card debt, not college loans or auto loans or home loans or anything like that, but just like credit card debt. I think after $2,000, it's getting a little shaky. Like what's going on? Why are you spending so much money? So I got to find out if they're $2,000 in credit card debt or more. Third is physically fit. Well, that one to me is someone who is of proportion with their height and their weight. And again, I kind of know that by looking. It's not something I could really necessarily quantify to you over a podcast, but I'll know if they're physically fit. I'll know. But that's one of my non-negotiables because if they're not physically fit, well, they got to go. So how do you find out some of these things? Well, on the first date, I was able to find out a few of them, actually. I was able to find out if they're physically fit because, well, they're in front of me. And plus, that's something I kind of already knew because you know, I met this person beforehand. But I would also find out, you know, do they work out? Are they into health? Normal questions to ask on a first date. And then kids. People think it's weird to talk about that stuff on a first date. I think it's weird if you think it's weird. But if you don't think it's weird to talk about something, then bring it up. You can just bring it up. Say, hey, I'm curious. You know, do you think you see kids in your future? It's not an abnormal conversation. So you bring that up and maybe you only have a little light conversation about it. Well, then you go on more dates and you can find out more. And then financially stable, people always ask me this, like, how the hell are you going to find out if someone has $2,000 in credit card debt? How are you going to ask? Well, you know what? Straight up, the girl that I was dating, now I'll say this, I did not say it on the first date. You know, hopefully you can go as far as you can on the first date. You're not necessarily going to find out if they have the three non-negotiables on the first date. Took me about a month. Okay. So it took me maybe about five or six dates. And I straight up told her, I said, Hey, listen, you know, I mean, it was more in context of her conversation, but I said, I have, you know, a few things that I'm looking for in a partner. I'm curious what yours are. I'll tell you what mine are. And so I told her, physically fit, wants kids. She's like, Okay. And then the third one, I said, I want someone who's, you know, not in a lot of credit card debt. So I just asked her, Are you in a lot of credit card debt? And she actually told me she doesn't even own a credit card, which I think, you know, that's something that you should own. You should have that. But of course, if you don't own a credit card, that means that you're in no debt. Okay. So that was really helpful for me. Now, could have backfired, but if it backfired, well, then guess what? I would have found out that this person is in 
$5,000 in credit card debt. And that would give me a red flag. That's not something I want. I've dated women who are not financially secure, financially stable. I don't need them to be rich, but I don't want them to be in debt. Because if I want to share my life with someone, I want to know that they know how to handle money. Because money is one of the most important things in terms of marriages and relationships. It's one of the biggest causes of divorce, actually. So so those were my non-negotiables, and that's kind of how I brought it into a first date. Like I said, one of them took a little bit longer, but maybe yours are not going to be as complicated as mine. You know, the financially stable one's kind of complicated, but maybe yours is simple as just finding out if she shares similar religious views. You can find that out very easily. Or if you're trying to find out if she's really into a certain activity, you're trying to find someone who's really outdoorsy. That's easy. Easy to find out. Not necessarily easy to find, but that's the whole point of dating, right? Is you go out there and you date and you meet women and then you are having conversations with them. And you have conversations with them on the first date and after the first date. We'll talk a little bit more about that on the next episode, which is appropriately titled after the first date. <laughs> you know, what are you supposed to do from first date all the way to relationship? We'll talk about that next episode. So again, first date, here you are, you're talking about your non-negotiables, figuring out if they have them to see, you know, is she going to be someone who you can see yourself going on another date with? Again, I'm talking about something that I don't rare I rarely talk about. And that's this idea of you qualifying her. A lot of guys go into learning this as like, I got to be attractive. I have to attract her. I have to attract her. How do I become more attractive? How do I get her to pay attention to me? How do I get her to notice me? But what you're not thinking about enough is, is this woman quality for you? So let's flip the script on the first date. Stop going into the first date thinking, what can I do? Go into the first date thinking, what can she do? How is she going to impress you? Because if you have a true abundant mindset and you have learned the skill to be able to get many first dates, well, then it's your choosing. You know, guys always think, oh, why do the women get to choose? We have to approach and then they choose. That's not true. Yeah, maybe they're the ones who have a little bit more choice in the beginning. But if things continue, oof, the playing fields have leveled, my friend. One of the biggest issues that women have in dating is keeping a quality man around. One of the biggest issues a man has is attracting a woman in the beginning. So don't think that this is all about her choice. It's your choice too. So you're going to learn about her on the first date. You're going to get to know her. You're going to see if this is someone who interests you. Does she make you laugh? Is conversation easy? Is it just fun to hang around her? Does she have a good energy, a good vibe? You know, is she positive? Is she laughing a lot? Does she go for the bill on the first date? I'd like you as a man, because you're the one who probably asked, to pick up the first tab and then have her pick up the second or you know third, however it goes. But hopefully she goes for it. And the most important is look out to see if she says, thank you. Thank you for a great night. Thank you for the drink. Thank you for the food. Thank you for the activity. Thank you for inviting me out. Just one is fine, but get a thank you. No thank you. Boom, red flag. Okay, let's be a little tough here. We're going to be a little bit tough here. We want to make sure that you're going to get a quality girlfriend, a good person with a good heart. I hope you want that. I mean, I would assume you'd want that, right? But now let me give you a few attraction tips. 
All right, so how are we going to get her also attracted on a date? Like, how are you going to optimize your attraction on a date so you can do your best, right? Everyone should be doing their parts. We want you to do your best. We want her to do her best. So what are you going to do? Well, here's a few of my very basic tips in terms of having a good first date. It's going to have to do with tension, entertainment, and dominance. Three things in the acronym of TED, which I do discuss in my program called Hooked, and I also do teach you in my coaching program. Okay, And if you're interested in checking out the Hooked program, it's an online course that teaches you how to attract women, then go to getherhooked.com and you can check it out there. In the meantime, basically what I want you to do is when you first see her, give her a big hug, make eye contact with her, say hello. This is starting touching right off the bat. This is tension, by the way, sexual tension. I want you to pick the place where you guys are going to go for a drink or coffee on a first date. I think that's the best idea for a first date instead of doing dinner or an activity. It's a little bit more loose. This is going to be dominance, the D. So that's you picking things and leading the way. I know I'm kind of going out of order here, even though it says, you know, I said Ted, which is a nice way of putting it. There's no order. You can be doing tension, entertainment, and dominance throughout the interaction to build attraction. So again, we're building some sexual tension there in the beginning. We're leading, we're picking the place, we're picking the actual spot where you guys are going to sit, but we're still at the same time being kind of accommodating in the means of making sure that she wants to sit in a certain place. So for example, if you're like, hey, let's sit outside, but you know she's going to be kind of cold outside, you can ask her, hey, we should sit outside. Sound good? You know, like pick the place, but then kind of confirm with her. But you don't need to confirm with everything. Just pick the place. And then when you pick the spot in the place where you're getting a drink, you know, you can kind of confirm with her. Again, this is more of an art. So kind of just play with it and see what feels right as you continue to practice dominance. So then there's the entertainment aspect. Entertainment is the idea of prioritizing entertainment for yourself. Not entertaining her, but entertaining yourself. This is what I like to do on dates, and it works really well. I talk about the things that I want to talk about, and I ask the questions that I actually care about. I've been on dates where I don't even ask them what they do. Of course, that's such an easy question because you ask that because you know they have an answer, and everyone works, so she's going to have something to say about it. But I normally don't care too much. I normally don't, so I don't even bring it up. Now, you can if you want. I guess my point is is that I don't bring it up because it bores me. You know, most people don't have interesting jobs. So it's not something I really care to learn about on a first date. I want to have fun on a first date. You know, I want to have fun. I want to, I want to just talk about the things I want to talk about. I want to talk about things that I've been learning. I want to talk about the things that I've been up to lately that have been interesting to me. And then she'll share the things that are interesting to her. You're kind of like paving the way. If you're showing her that you're just going to talk about whatever you want, then maybe she'll do the same thing. Great. So she'll be entertaining herself. You're entertaining you. And in this weird way, you'll be entertaining each other through that process, even though you're not focusing on entertaining the other person. That's because when you're entertaining yourself and you're having a good time, there's this vibe, there's this energy. It's called the law of state transference, where you kind of feel the energy of the other person. It's like, you know, when you get into a group of friends and one of them is really down, he kind of drags the other ones down because he's like negative and having a really bad day. Or you like you go to your group of friends and everyone's like happy and excited to see you and they're like yeah let's have some fun and you're like yeah you're excited because there's that you know transfer of the emotional state you're in we pick up on that because we're empathic mammals all right so 
I want you to be trying to focus on you having a good time in the interaction. Talk about the things you want to talk about. Make the jokes that are funny to you. Whatever it is that you find interesting. And then meanwhile, you're going to slip in and kind of ask her questions that you're going to want to learn about her, whatever they are. Of course, we're going to focus a little bit on those non-negotiables because if they don't have one of the non-negotiables, guess who doesn't get a second date? This girl. Now, another thing I want to add about the non-negotiables is you might be dating a lot and finding out that there's going to be a non-negotiable that you actually don't care about anymore because you found that this person, let's say, is really outdoorsy. like that. You wanted someone who's who's like a rock climber, who likes to be outdoors, likes to hike, things like that. And then you find out, you know, like that's not really a big deal. There's other things that are more important to you. You're only going to find that out as you go through the dating process and relationships. So that's why you date, to find out what you like, what you want. You can have an idea and that's great. Make a list, have an idea. Maybe you have an idea from past experiences. Maybe it's just something you're thinking of. Whatever it is, go into that. But just know that you can change your non-negotiables at any time, as long as you're being honest with yourself, by the way. Some people will be like, well, she doesn't have this one thing, but she has this other thing. And then you're just lying to yourself because you're maybe physically attracted to her to the point where you don't want to let her go because you're just interested in sex. And a lot of guys get really invested in a woman sexually, not enough emotionally, end up getting into a bad relationship and boom, that's when a breakup happens. So let's make sure we prevent that. Now, what are you going to do to end the first date? Well, there's a few options. You know, I do talk a lot about in my book Magnetic and my Hooked program that you want to take them to a sex location, a place to have sex. Because when you try to get a woman invested in you and attracted to you, one of the biggest investments they can make is sex. And while I do believe that that is the truth and that when they have sex with you, they're more invested, I also think that there is another side to this coin. I do think that you can wait a few dates to have sex with them and that can be a benefit too. A, you're building more sexual tension because you're waiting on sex. B, you're getting to know them better so it prevents you from becoming too sexually invested in them so you can find out more about them. And then see, you know, when you're going through this whole process of finding someone, it's not necessary to have sex so fast. A lot of guys do it in this kind of desperate way. Like, I got to have sex with them fast. And I know that sounds contradictory maybe to what I've said in the past is you do want to do that, but I'm not telling you to do it because let's go have sex because we're desperate and women won't have sex with us. So we got to kind of trick them and do it as fast as we can. No, no. I don't want you to be in that desperate mindset. So you can wait a few dates. And of course, if it naturally happens and it gets to the point where she's back at your place and you naturally just get her back there and you kind of you know, talk about, hey, like, you know, come by, we can go to my place. I live around the corner. We can have another glass of wine or we can, you know, play a vinyl or whatever, you know, you say that makes her interested in coming back and sex happens. That's fine. But I'm just saying you don't have to necessarily have it in order to find someone who's a quality woman. Okay. However, I will say make sure you're having it at least by date three, because you don't want to end up in the friend zone. And also I should add, you want to make sure that you do kiss her by the end of the first date. If you're interested, go for the kiss. You can't lose. She's either interested and she's going to kiss you back or she's not interested. And sometimes she's not interested in kissing you, but she just doesn't want to move that fast physically, but will see you again. So you absolutely have zero to lose to go for the kiss, but you have a lot to lose if you don't. That being said, again, that you might end up getting into a friend zone state and you know, not letting her know that you're interested in her. So 
If you're interested in having a second date with her, you'll know by the end of the first date, go for that kiss. I highly recommend it. I highly recommend it, okay? So again, if this is trouble for you, if this is something that you feel you know, you're still confused by, you can't even get these first dates, you're not even sure what to do or how to get on the first date with a woman that you've been texting or that you've been meeting, let me help you. Stop leaving this to guessing. Go to coachbytrip.com and apply for one-on-one coaching with me so I can guide you through the whole process. A lot of guys have already signed up over the course of many years who have found it through the podcast and they have no regrets because they're getting results as we speak. So if you want those results, Go ahead and apply today at coachbytrip.com. And I look forward to the next episode on the Get a Girlfriend series where we're going to talk about after the first date. What happens after the first date? I cannot wait to tell you about that. We're going to go into that in detail. So stick around and continue listening.